Lamar Jackson has set a week one deadline in contract negotiations with the Ravens. And Jake Glazer reports that it's a really big uphill battle for them to reach the right dollar amount. Okay, so it's an, it's an uphill battle for whom? So we're saying uh, well, that it's, we're saying Lamar Jackson's demands are far above what Baltimore's comfortable with. Baltimore has offered again, according to Jake Glazer, Baltimore has offered to make Lamar Jackson the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL. I think the sticking point is the guaranteed money. Lamar apparently wants a deal similar to Deshaun Watson's, which guaranteed the entire contract. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to look through the contracts. Uh, Mahomes reset. I don't think reset the market's the right way to say it. He changed the perspective of how these teams, or some of them, have approached the quarterback, especially their franchise quarterback, their longtime expected quarterback, right? There's a difference between, ah, you know, we got we to gotta choose between letting him go or pay him. Mm, t- let me sleep on it, right? There's those kind of deals. And then Arizona decides at the last, you know, not the last minute, but decide, yeah, we'll pay him, right? And then there's the Josh Allen, you know, Mahomes, which is we can't, they can't wait to pay him because they want to lock him up. And Mahomes was a lock him up situation. And what he did was, quite frankly, an extremely player-friendly deal. The Mahomes contract is extremely, and let me restate this, extremely team-friendly, right? So Kansas City benefits greatly from the Mahomes contract. Why? Well, he's a great player, yeah, but under any contract, he'd be a great player. So now the question is, is it not enough money? Is he getting underpaid? Well, right now, Mahomes isn't underpaid, but man, if the trend line keeps going up with these contracts like it seems to be, or like it seems like it will, because it has recently gone up, 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 Mahomes is going to soon be underpaid. You think by, think in five, six years, it's a 10-year deal. He's certainly going to be underpaid. Now, the question is, how many renegotiations will they do? Will they keep up in it? Maybe, but that's not something obligation. That's not an obligation of Kansas City. When you sign a 10-year deal, it's a 10-year deal. Now, I mean, even Kevin Durant with a four-year deal ultimately had to stick to it, which in a way was encouraging. Mahomes, now why did Mahomes do this? Mahomes did it by you know reporting is he wanted to give Kansas City the chance to know, okay, you got to pay me this amount over this time. When can is it most convenient or, or most efficient to pay me? Maybe more this year because Kelsey's contract, let's say, is a little bit of a dip. So pay me more. The next year, Kelsey's goes up. So maybe pay me less. And just it, it was really saying here is a lot of flexibility, Kansas City. And because of that... You can see Kansas City really strategically approaching the next five years. With Tyreek Hill getting traded, was really saying, we love Tyreek as a player. We would love to have him on this team by all accounts, but he's expensive to the point that we're going to have to get rid of him. So before we lose him for, for hardly any compensation, you know, compensatory picks, let's get a haul now early. And is that a good decision? I, I think it is if you want to be a dynasty. And and think for a minute, and we'll get to AJ in a second. Think for a minute 
about how different a dynasty approaches things than, let's say, the Rams last year, where the Rams made a trade that that is really as bad, I think, as, uh, as low value as you can get, which was the Vaughn Miller trade. It ended up probably winning them a Super Bowl. It's hard. So in a way, it was a bad. It's almost like you buy a lottery ticket for double the price. There's a guy outside the 7-Eleven. He's saying, see this $5 lottery ticket that's unscratched? Give me 10 and I'll give it to you. There's no reason you'd pay double for that ticket. But if that ticket wins, you're happy you bought the ticket. Right, it's like it's like shoving all in pre-flop with jacks. Not a wise decision unless it works, and then you feel, oh, yeah. what a great call. Or even with uh, seven deuce offsuited. <laughs> even I mean, I don't think I mean you can find a deal that had less value for the team at the time of the transaction. A, a second and a third for a guy that had half a year left and was aging. I, it made no sense, but they did it. They won. But you know what? At some point, not too long in the future. The Rams are going to face a comeuppance for all these decisions, and then they're going to have a down year or two, probably. Go ahead. Adrian. Yeah, and, and you were talking about Patrick Mahomes' deal, and it, it, when I remember being in Houston and talking about it when he signed that deal, and I said, "Oh, this is—it's very short-sighted because for at whom? the time I thought, well, I, I thought by the Chiefs. Now I see I was wrong. At the time, I said in 2027." Patrick Mahomes is going to have a $60 million cap hit. And then, of course, it goes back down to about 45 average after that year. But now that, now that we see how the market has changed, that one year of 60 and basically an average of around, around 50 for the rest of his years is, is going to eventually be looked at as, as value for oh, the Chiefs. I, I mean, it's almost value now. I mean, what yeah. I'm saying is a, a, a 45 per annum is pretty much the market now. For the best, but in in 2020, it was hard for me to imagine, even in 2027, paying 60 million dollars for one year of a quarterback. I I, it, I don't think it'll by 2027. That may be just the going rate for a top end quarterback. I can remember I used to be able to get popcorn from the convenience store for a quarter. <laughs> you know, I still remember those days, but days are changing. If you think about it, though, here's the way the NFL is able to project uh, where a quarterback is going to be paid is the salary cap is is so connected to the TV contracts. So there's a lot of whispers amongst the owners and the negotiators. Hey, it looks like we might be doubling. And let's say whatever that number is, now they think, okay, that number goes up that much. Now quarterbacks now make up X percent of the cap. Let's assume that stays flat or goes up a little bit. And then so you change the, the, the per team salary cap based upon the TV contract. You keep the quarterback percentage of that cap about the same and lo and behold you can pretty well project out hey this is what the best quarterbacks will be paid in the future now you can get surprised covid obviously was a surprise a bad one but in general that kind of pro forma um accounting is is there's whole businesses built around it nfl does it well and Mahomes' contract, and now we're going to compare it to Lamar and his potential contract. And Watson, is, Lamar's is very team-friendly, gives them uh, – oh, I'm sorry, check that. Mahomes, team-friendly, and it gives them a chance to really be flexible and try to keep this thing going. Whereas some of these teams and, – and I would make the case again with Vaughn Miller. He got overpaid by the Bills. I mean, in an extreme way. But the Bills are saying, yeah, it'd be nice to win three Super Bowls, but before we go insane, we got to win one. 
right? Because we lost four in a row. Then we had the 13 seconds. It's a like time to win one, and they're going all in. And the Vaughn, now you're a fan of the Bills. Some would say it's a strange fandom. Like um, it makes you irrational about the Bills sometimes. <laughs> like they get beat by over a touchdown, and you'll say they dominated the game, like stuff like that. Is do, what do you think of the Vaughn Miller deal for the Bills? I love it. I think that the Bill. I mean, the Bills had one of the best defense, if not the the best defense by some metrics last year. And I think kind of pushing all in and saying this is our year. Let's make this run. I, I think it's a strong move, and it's a move we've seen work the last couple of years. Well, how do you think the last couple of years? So, uh, did, uh, maybe you're right. I mean, Tampa Bay, you could say, has been short sighted to the point that even in year three, maybe it's it's too long, and they're starting to suffer for it. Obviously, the Rams. So you're right. Now, before that, we had Belichick, who, you know, again, I listen to Colin every day. Belichick, apparently, I don't know if he had a stroke at some point that we don't know about (laughs) or somehow a lobotomy. But I've never seen a genius coach make so many bad mistakes, apparently. And and at some point, I'm thinking Colin's going to look at the TV and say, April Fool's, you know, or I'm punking you. How could I possibly think these things? I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But I, I think you're going to be waiting for a long time. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Because the, the thing I'm confused about that one is how Mac Jones was far and away the best rookie quarterback. Where, I mean, like, I'm not even sure if you doubled how good the other ones played last year, it would have met Mac Jones. Just, I mean, who was the second best one of the rookies? It might have been Trevor Lawrence. And, I mean, he was, what, the 30th best quarterback? I mean, it's like... Yes, bottom five, certainly. Yeah, so, and Mac Jones, by most accounts, was 12, 13, 14, 15. And it's like how that would... How making the playoffs and Mac Jones developing faster than any of the other quarterbacks by about double, how that could be a sign of post-Brady, Belichick is losing it. I don't understand that one. But I'm going to keep watching because I'm hoping... I'm hope. I mean, I've been watching for over 10 years. I'm going to keep watching. But I'm hoping there's an April Fool's coming up. So back to creating the context of quarterback contracts. So, McKenzie, if, if we're going to look at two metrics. We're going to look at annual salary on average, and we're going to look at guarantee. So let we started with Mahomes. Let's start there. Give us his annual. Give us his guarantee. $45 million a year, $160 million in guarantee. Okay. 160 million guaranteed. Yes. Okay. Now that's fascinating. So it's a 10-year deal, 160 million guaranteed. So you could say, okay, 16 million a year, effectively guaranteed. Now the other contract, the one that was the market adjuster, was Deshaun Watson. Now listen, we can sit and say with the ethical considerations and all that, but we're going to skip that part. We're going to say this is a football decision. And it does seem even more extreme for the Browns to pay so much, to trade away so much with the open questions at the time that were more open. Now they've been in some ways resolved. Uh, Obviously, the suspension is resolved. So give us those same numbers with Deshaun. Deshaun Watson, $46 million average annual salary, $230 million guaranteed. Okay, now the fact he's 46 instead of 45 that doesn't tell you how much of a difference it is. Meaning the 46 is so much bigger than 45 because the 45 benefits from year 10, year nine, year eight. 
of Mahomes. And Deshaun, in theory, his is what, a five-year deal? Yes. Okay. So the theory is Deshaun, and, and again, who knows, but in five years, he does another contract. Let's say it's another five-year deal. So it's about the same as Mahomes, though Mahomes' contract was earlier. So, you know, it's off a little. Do you think he, the market's going to be above 45 at that point for the best quarterbacks? Gigantically yep. so. Yeah. yeah. Almost certainly, yeah. So at that point, you would expect him to sign a market contract for what, wherever uh, Deshaun was. And don't forget, Deshaun was a top three quarterback his last year he played. He had his best year. You were in Houston. AJ, they finished 4-12. and but he had his best year. Would yeah. you agree with yeah. that? No faults of Deshaun. Deshaun played yeah, some of the best football, maybe the best quarterback in season in Houston Texans football history. Well, who would be number uh, and, two? Well, Matt Schaub led the league in passing one year. The, in the team yards. Was better, in but yards. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really good okay. OC that year. Really good OC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what we see here is Deshaun Watson has already made the Mahomes deal look team friendly the question is is this an aberration is this the browns getting desperate and say listen there's not many great quarterbacks potential felonies potential suspensions be damned we're going to pay him more than anyone he hasn't played for two years i mean a lot of wackiness in that but is that a sign of where the market's headed or is that a sign of the browns being kind of crazy though the browns have one of the most respected front offices analytically of any team, probably the most respected before this Watson shenanigans. So in general, if you said the Browns just did something, you would say it's on the cutting edge of analytics. Now, how much of this was the front office? How much of the Browns was the owner? I don't know. So when we come back, we got Watson defined. We got Mahomes defined. We got... Kyler Murray, just with a new deal, we'll look back to Dak and then say, where does Lamar fit into this? Let's just say a beautiful field of pots of gold. How big is the pot going to be? Stay tuned.